Hello? Hi, is this AJ? Yes, it is. This is Maya from KWPR. How's it going? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thanks. I've got Darren on the other line for a 10-minute interview. I just wanted to let you know that I'll be hopping in towards the end just to make sure we keep everything on schedule. Okay, thank you. Yeah, no problem. AJ and Darren, you're connected. Hey, Darren, how are you? Good, man. How are you doing? Good. Um, so, congratulations on the new film. I really enjoyed it. Um, this was a, this was kind of a different topic for you to kind of cover. I'm used to you doing like, uh, splatter movies like Saw and The Collection and The Collector. Uh, what drove you to kind of do a project like this? I wanted to, uh, I wanted to uh, do something different. I mean, obviously, I, I, I always try to do things differently in my career, but um, it was just the right script at the right time. I got to work with people that I wanted to work with, and uh, it, it was just—it was one of those things when all the planets aligned. I, I didn't have anything going at that time. I got the cast that I wanted to work with. It was a fully financed film, and I, I liked the idea of doing a nunsploitation-esque like movie. Yeah, and that was the really cool aspect of the film. Like, I liked the direction that you took it. Uh, was there anything maybe you heard about that kind of, I don't know, kind of uh, intrigued your interest in doing this? Well, it's based on, I mean, it's, it's 100% based on real stories. Uh, not this specific story, um, but, you know, if you Google 1950s, you know, pregnant women nunnery, you'll find no shortage of horror stories that took place in this time um, where in the 50s it was a social taboo to uh, have an unwed mother deliver a child out of wedlock and so a lot of times they would be forced into you know going to term in privacy and in secret and a lot of these people turned to convents to deliver the babies and there was a lot of times that the nuns themselves would kind of uh, encourage them to give up their babies and, you know, for donations to the church. And so we just kind of took these stories that we read about and kind of uh, added a, li- a little more drama to them, and that's what we came up with. So I think that those stories were, were obviously horrific, specifically being a father and reading these stories. They're, uh, they're very horrific. But, you know, more than anything, I wanted to make... Um, uh, I, I love great villains, and I wanted to do a movie that had a great villain, and we found a great villain in Mother Superior, and Carolyn Hennessy was, was nothing short of fantastic. Yeah, she really stood out in the cast. And um, doing a movie that, you know, kind of the budget is scaled way back, did you have more creative control over the project? Yes and no. Um, this is not my script. I didn't write it. I didn't develop it. It was actually created by uh, three writers. Uh, one of the producers, Sarah um, Sarah Michaels, uh, Sean Fletcher, and this, this other writer, Nandy, uh, it was their kind of baby and their vision. Um, I just try to bring my two cents into it and put my take and my thumbprint on it. Um, but, you know, unlike a movie like Repo, the Genetic Opera, or something like that, which is mine, it's something I developed from the very beginning, this was, this was not. And so you have to be a little more respectful to the material when you're doing that. That said, I did have quite a bit of creative control, including the casting and the crews and all of that. Um, so I tried to populate the movie with, uh, with, you know, people that I wanted to work with and things that I wanted to see in it. Right. And uh, 
was there anything in the movie that you wanted to kind of film but you couldn't do to like budget cut or time constraints? Uh, well, I mean, I think strangling someone with an umbilical cord is the pinnacle of just badassery. So I don't <laughs> think I can get better than that. Uh, I mean, obviously, we did not have the money that, that we needed, uh, not, not by a long shot. But I think that we were able to use uh, creativity and the amazing cinematography of Joe White. And it looks like a much bigger movie than I think it actually was. Yeah, I noticed that, too. I know it's an independent film but it did not feel like it by the production design and everybody involved it just kind of felt like a cinema experience well thank you very much um so when uh they brought you this script what was your kind of first instincts or first kind of takes on the project it was a much more vicious script when I first read it. It was a lot more violent. Um, and it was, you know, I laughed when I read it the first time because it's kind of shocking. It was a very shocking movie. Um, but, you know, I always look for the humanity in the movie. And so I, I saw and I tried to really shape the story of a, a woman that had nowhere else to turn, forced to go into this convent and a horse to sell it. But, you know, I look at every movie as a challenge, and I thought this is a a challenging movie and it would have been a fun movie to tackle and I was also excited to work with this cast you know we have a cast of like literally the dream team of, of female actresses for me um, Courtney Hamilton who, who's in the film um, the, all the girls in the film were, were fantastic Hannah Fearman Linda Siam and, and again Carolyn Hennessy playing Mother Superior um, and then Sabrina Kern who played St. Agatha this was her first movie role ever uh, so you know it was, it was just exciting to get to work in this kind of environment uh, and, you know, to do a period piece as well as this kind of really indie film. Not a lot of indie films go the period route, and I was really excited to get to set this in the 1950s. Yeah, that's the surprising thing. The period piece is kind of weathering out in movies now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, it's expensive. It's expensive to get picture cards. It's expensive to get those kind of costumes. Um and we just had really great producers on this that were able to kind of find all of that and find it on a nickel. Um, but I think um, what, what also was exciting about the movie, and for a spoiler for those that have not seen it, you should stop reading. Um, <laughs> it, it, there's what it's about on the surface, there's what it's about if you actually dig deep. And it's literally two con women going against each other. Um, we see in the very beginning that, that Mary is a con woman. She's stealing money in poker games, and she's, she's cheating, and she's stealing on poker and setting people up and then she goes to this convent to try to deliver her child thinking it'll be an easy thing only to meet with one of the you know a much bigger more wiser con woman and so I, I love this idea of a con woman going against a con woman set in the 50s um, with two just again badass uh, female female characters alright Darren uh, before we go do you have any other upcoming projects you want to tell us about um, yes. Uh, can, can you just hold on one second? Yes. Sorry, hold on one second. My kids, my kids screaming in the background. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I have a, I have a couple of things that I'm working on right now. Nothing I can really announce. Um, I'm really, really big in doing immersive theater now. So I, I encourage your readers to look up the Tension Experience, which is kind of my passion project, which is an immersive theater production that I do in Los Angeles. Awesome.
All right, thank All you right, for your time, Darren. Thank you very much, man. Have a good night. All right, thank you. Bye.